Hey everybody, it's Eduardo Jackson, CEO and creator of the Cinema Draft Game. Back at you with another weekend roundup. Actually, our first weekend recap of our first real money games. Feel the excitement. Gosh, I wish I had a soundboard because I clap up myself. But we have a very special guest joining us today. I'm very excited to get her on the podcast. <clears throat> uh, however, incognito, it is my mother, the Draft Mom. Say hello, Mom. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I love it. She's, she's going to be on for our quick you know, micropod recap, uh, going over the weekend box office results, and also we'll break down the winning call sheet and do a quick once-over of her call sheet, see where we all could have improved. All right, so let's get started. Uh, here's the weekend box office results. These are the actuals, as you see over here at Box Office Mojo. And in a classic boner for what happened with the – with the salary scoring on my end, I am right now your largest market inefficiency. Uh, I only had the Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children actors at roughly in the 9,000 range. That allowed everyone to, to stack it, to, to six pack it, or in, in my case, I believe I full stacked it with eight actors from that, that uh, movie. And that was gonna be your pathway to success this weekend. It made 28.9 million over the weekend, uh, put a lot of distance between Deepwater Horizon, and which was also another popular uh, pick, especially for the headliners. Magnificent Seven came in third with 15.7 million, which is actually not too bad of a holdover in its third week, its third weekend. Uh, it dropped 55% from the last weekend, but it didn't have as much new film competition. Uh, Storks had, you know, is still hanging in there, 13.5 million. Its gross of only 38.5 probably isn't what I think it's DreamWorks Animation. I think it was who has it. It probably isn't what they are wanted. Uh, Warner Brothers. So it probably isn't you know what they thought it would be coming out the box, but it still made some money. Sully, once again, as I mentioned in previous uh, recap, Micropods is holding. You know, it still has a pretty decent hold, just under you know nine or ten million, uh, 105 million to date. So you know, once again, those. No offense, mom, but older people they don't turn out all the time on the opening weekend and they can add legs to to a movie like Sully. Have you seen Sully, Mom? Uh, no, I have not yet. Do you plan on seeing Sully? Um, I'm trying to think about whether I want to see it or not um, because I kind of know the real story mm -hmm. and it kind of puts me off where that is concerned. But I might. I'm curious about Storks, though, so... Oh really? Okay, so that, you know it's you know it's an animated film, right? It's like yeah, I know, and I'm not uh, I'm I'm not very uh, very up on um, animated films. I don't particularly like them, but that this one looks interesting. All right, well, the draft mom is interested in stories. Hear that, Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> you have a four quadrant you know, micro hit on your hands. Uh, Masterminds debuted in sixth spot, relatively low, and I actually was the dud I kind of thought it would be. It's been, I think, twice delayed. It should have come out, I believe, in you know, this summer, or the, the dumping ground that usually is August or whatever, and it's just it didn't look very fun or funny, even though it's got some star power with Zach Galifianakis, uh, Kristen Wiig, and Jason Sudeikis. Now, this one was going to be your key to winning this week. The Queen of Cotway. It debuted the weekend before, but this was the first weekend expanded, as you can see, a 718% uh, expansion. So it went from basically 50 screens to, 1200, to over 1,200 screens. And you're going to find out how the Queen of Cotway became a dark horse, last minute uh, winner for our top call sheet. 
don't breathe, still hanging in there, you know, getting those those horror dollars, 2.4 million, Bridget Jones baby dying on life support, 20.9 million, actually basically 21 million gross, which is not what we thought this would do, but I hear it's doing well overseas. And rounding out the top 10 is Snowden. <sighs> That's what kept me from winning our very first uh, feature presentation. Uh, and and the glory. Uh, I picked Snowden for my limited release when I sh probably should have won with Cotway, but hindsight is twenty twenty. So let's dig into those call sheets. Ready, Mom? Yep. All right. So let's see. So we're going to go to – we're just going to focus on the feature presentation. This is the big money one, the one where it's a $250 free roll, $80 up top, and it had the most participation this weekend. Hopefully we can fill all these out next weekend. Uh, and it was just, it, it was quite a sweat, Mom, I have to admit. So um, you're gonna, we're going to take a look at the rankings real quick. And our winner, the inaugural first ever feature presentation winner goes to my boy, our boy, the Mostly Sports Podcast host, Jay Devlin. You know, everybody, you know, we're at home. Give him a hand. You know, give him a little golf clap. Yay for Jay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The draft mom goes, yay for Jay. Oh, you know what, Jay? There's your slogan. Yay for Jay. <laughs> <laughs> he was so invested in playing this game. He was texting me all weekend trying to get the updates, you know, trying to figure out his winning strategy and everything. He was very excited about this game. Uh, I really appreciate your your interest and support, Jay. And we're about to dig into your call sheet and see how it is you won. Look at this. He won by less than a full point over Fredo. That is that, that was, that's phenomenal opening weekend for Cinema Draft. You know, I almost couldn't have asked for anything more. The sweat was real. He went from being in second place by less than the point after Friday estimates to being, you know, and first by a little bit more than the points by weekend estimates, and it all came down to whether the weekend estimates would hold. And the secret to the, his win we're about to get into right now. And he's so a newbie you, too. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, everyone's pretty much a newbie. He's actually played the game once or twice before when um, when we were doing the beta. Now, now, when you mean newbie, mom, do you mean someone who didn't play the spreadsheet? Yeah. That's yeah, so, so for those of you who aren't who aren't uh, aware, we actually tested this game for the course of a year in a very clunky Google uh, Google Sheets spreadsheet format, and it was really kind of you know labor intensive. There's a lot of cutting and pasting, copying and pasting, but it was you know just so we could work out the game mechanics of you know what would become Cinema Draft. And so mom's the mom's an OG. Mom's an OG. She's been here since day one. I admit I bullied you into it, Mom, but I appreciate you sticking with it and helping your son out. Well, it's been fun. I really enjoy uh, doing the playing this game, actually, because it, oh, cool. it simulates my thinking uh, about what's out there in the in movie land. Oh, I'd love to hear it. All right, and and we'll we'll come back to you at the very end to get you know some thoughts on on how the game's evolved. Uh, so right now, let's take a look at Jay Devlin's call sheet. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, it was the really it was the bargain basement price of all the the Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children uh, salaries that really afforded Jay this win because it turned out to be the number one movie at the box office. I didn't see the tracking ahead of time before I made the. The, the salaries uh, last week. So I had no idea it was going to be as big a hit as, as it was going to be. Uh, but it was the number one movie at the box office. So he did he did what I call a six-pack. 
where he got six of Miss Peregrine's up in there. He he wisely picked what was definitely going to be the second uh, runner-up. It was going to be runner-up movie, if not the first movie, with all the marketing going on for Deepwater Horizon. So he got the two headliners from there. He definitely got his headliners from Miss Peregrine's and and four other actors. And then it was all about the margins. It's all about getting your your mandatory platform and your limited release actors. And he went with the the Indian, the, the foreign film from India, the M.S. Dahoney, The Untold Story. From what I was told, it's about the, the life of an Indian cricketer and the current captain of the Indian national cricket team. And apparently it, it did it did what it was going to do. It actually made, looks like it made about about a little over a million dollars, million, 1.3 million. So that's good for 16 you know, points with the headliner bonus, Disha Patani. Ooh, wow! I'm a fan. <laughs> Good looking. Um, and so he got those, he got those crucial points there. But what really was a difference was Queen of Kotlin. I'm gonna show you why. So he, he drafted Lupita, you know, which is one of our one of our favorites, Lupita Nyong'o. She's blowing up right now. She's in the Jungle Book. She's in the Queen of Kotway. Uh, she's also in Star Wars, the voice of um, Maz Katana, I think. The the, the 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 barkeep on that weird planet that Han Solo and people go to, um, and so when you look at Fredo, who just missed history by by about 0.66 points, uh, it was he, he he had a similar lineup construction, similar call construction, call sheet construction, but his limited release flick was Don't Breathe. Now, Don't Breathe has actually been in the marketplace for about five or six weekends now, and so it's kind of run out of steam. But whereas Queen of Cotway in all her screens, and actually Don't Breathe was on. Oh, actually, Don't Breathe had more screens than Queen of Cotway. But Queen of Cotway was a little fresher, a little newer to the marketplace. So, so Queen of Cotway rode its, you know, its new expansion to, the, to give Jay Devlin the margin, the very, very razor-thin margin he needed to win. And it's all about a young girl or, you know, overcomes her disadvantage upbringing in Uganda to become a chess master. And I've been seeing a lot of the marketing uh, over the weekend. Have you seen the marketing for, the, for, for Queen of Cotway Mom, like on commercials and stuff? Uh, yes, I have. Isn't it adorable? It's a little girl. She's like, we, the small <laughs> one becomes the big one. <laughs> she throws her hands up. I love that. I don't know if I have enough, if I have enough time to see it before it gets out of theaters, but uh, I, it's, I, it's one that's going to be on my radar, at least for, uh, for home theater eventually. So also some other in running out of top five, it's your boy, C D swag, that'd be me. And I basically missed when I chose Snowden over Queen of Cotway and that difference. Actually, if I'd even chosen the Queen of Cotway, I still would have been short because I went for what I call a full stack. Eight, which is the max you can do of any one film's uh, actors. I did eight actors from Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Uh, did a full stack and then filled in the margins with with Dhoni, which seemed to be the right move, but it was right here, Snowden. If I had chosen Queen of Cotway and, Lu and Lupita and Queen of Cotway, I could have tied and at least shared the glory, although none of the money, because as you know, no employees or family, sorry, mom, can win money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> playing this game. Uh, so I came in third. Okoye, who's a new who's new to our platform, uh, came in fourth. Good job, Okoye. And then our nemesis, Jaybird. All right, Jaybird, you did a great job overall and we end up betraying you. Although you got Queen of Cotway right, which is awesome, but what ended up betraying you was Frida. 
Frida, who had been just a monster force over the previous weeks, finally ran out of steam, 256 screens, and it finally, and it just kind of, you know, puttered to, actually, how much did it actually earn? Frida actually earned only, you know, less than 400,000 this weekend. So its run is pretty much done, but it had a, it had a valiant run. Last week, I think it helped you secure the victory during our non-money test phase, so... Good job, Jaybird. Way to make top five. And I believe you went, you're going to make some money. So it looks like our prize in the top five 80 bucks for first, 50 for second. I'm forfeiting my 35, so that'll actually go to the fourth place person. And then, uh, and so on and so down. The 25, fifth, 20th, $20 for, for fifth, et cetera, et cetera. So congratulations, everybody who, who's, who participated. I appreciate you. Spread the word. Tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's get this thing maxed out for next weekend, which, which should be our last weekend of private beta. Now, let's look into your call sheet, Mom. Are you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is how we learn, Mom. This is how we learn. So, Well, let, let me say before I um, we go into it, I am just coming back from a little hiatus, and I am not into this game just yet. And what I, when I say that, I mean that, I haven't really given a lot of thought to what's out there, and um, I'm not making excuses, but I did fill out my call sheet, and I neglected to go back and look at it and really think about it, and it does require a lot of thought and tune into what's going on outside there. So with that, I'll let you continue with my, I'm the last person on the list, I noticed. <laughs> you uh, well, you know what? I still appreciate you playing, and and actually, it looks like we have we have a bug in our on our sheet. Uh, looks like we should have gotten some uh, some data back on the Beatles. So you're at, we actually shortchanged you on some of your points. So hopefully, you know, people in Dev will fix that. Unfortunately, it won't necessarily change your placement. But give us your so basically give us your thought process in, in how you construct your sheet. Why did you go with the picks you went with? With the what window? No, no, no. Why did you go with the picks that you went with for your oh, actors? Oh, oh. Uh, well, first of all, I thought the Beatles would be a good would be good, and and it's only because I think I I use, use a lot of emotion in in preparing this sheet this time because I thought that would be uh, a big deal with you know information on the Beatles coming out. Rule number um, one, dear I know. and listeners, <laughs> take emotion out of it. <laughs> you got a good. What's going to be a winner? <laughs> yeah, so that's what that's what with the Beatles. I knew the Magnificent Seven still had a lot of steam in it, so that's why I did um, add it to my sheet. Unfortunately, I should have put more in, I guess, to at least raise my score. Um, and. I don't know. I just had to plug in some extra ones at the last minute to fill out my um, my my requirements, and so that's the wildlife thing, Majig, which I put in. Um, and storks, as I told you, I kind of like it a little bit. See, there again, emotion. Um, but basically, the the queen of catway, I wasn't expecting it to do much of anything, and I don't know why. But I did plug it in a couple of places, and there it is. I can't tell you a good reason why I picked some of these, but I just did, and I obviously 
was a little bit off, <laughs> like a lot. Well, let me tell you what you did do right, though, Draft Mom. You, you made sure you were you're, you're heavy on headliners, which is good, because as uh, veterans to this game will tell you, headliners will get you a 40% bonus. So, yeah. for example, if a movie makes if a movie makes ten million, um, normally, then in an actor, let's say, let's take Magnificent Seven for example. So Magnificent Seven, if you know Ethan Hawke, who's not a headliner, if this made, you know, uh, if this made only ten million this weekend, then Ethan Hawke would have given you ten points at a wide release format. But since Denzel's a headliner, uh, and you probably pay a little bit up for him then on a $10 million weekend, you would have actually gotten 14 points for the 40% headliner bonus. So it's a nice little balance of, of strategy you need to consider when you're constructing your call sheet to make sure you can get headliners where possible because they're going to get you that extra bonus. And then also make sure you fulfill all your requirements as far as staying under budget and having at least one actor from each of the three release types, wide, limited, and platform. So good job on, on the headliners, Mom. But yeah, maybe next week we'll, we'll take a little motion out of it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I will. So as so as we prepare to shove off, you know, what do you do? You have any quick thoughts on how the games evolved? Because you've been there from the beginning. What do you what, you know? Give give us the draft, Mom. Thoughts on how we've gone from spreadsheet to cinema draft. Well, I certainly like uh, what what it has evolved into because it's so much easier to manipulate your your pickings of the week and also it's easier to it's visually nicer basically I think that on a going forward basis it's going to be the bomb (laughs) it is now (laughs) it really is I like the changes and I'm looking forward to playing many more games all right. Well, you heard it straight from the draft, Mom. We appreciate you uh, participating in the in our very our first ever. You've made history yourself, Mom. You are on our very first real money uh, weekend recap with the draft, Mom. I don't know. What do you think, Mom? Think you'll come back? Can I peer pressure you into it? Uh, I think I could. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we, we won't hold you to it, but anytime you can spare time from your, 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 your busy schedule, we definitely appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and for listening if you hear this on the, the podcast. And uh, we should have our new talent pool up, uh, hopefully by Tuesday morning. Uh, definitely check us out if you are new to the podcast or the Cinema Draft game. You can find us at cinemadraft.co. That's cinemadraft.co. Follow us on all of our social media platforms. We are on everything from Facebook to YouTube, as well as our podcast, which you know you can subscribe to at iTunes, the Google Play Store, or anywhere you get your favorite podcast. And that's it for this week's, week's re- recap. Thanks for sticking with us on the Micropod. And thanks for having me. Yeah, and, and thanks, DraftMon, for coming out. We will see you guys or hear from you guys next time. Oh, and any feedback you have uh, about the podcast, email me at podcast.cinemadraft at gmail.com. Thanks a lot, everybody. <laughs>